You are not here by accident. You are here by design. And you are here to find courage in the face of fear, to replace isolation with connection, to push back that feeling of overwhelm, and to start feeling confident. And you know how you're going to do it? By listening to other people's stories. There's no better way to feed your soul and raise your vibration and shift your mindset than to hear the stories of those who have gone before you. I'm your host, Lori Lynn, also known as Her Royal Excitedness, and I invite you to rise and climb. Welcome back to the show. Today's guest happens to be one of my fabulous authors. This is Dr. Matt Chalmers coming to us from Frisco, Texas. Hello, Dr. Chalmers. How are you? Hello, I'm well. How are you? Well, I would hope you are well, having written the book, Pillars of Wellness. <laughs> if you're not, then it's all a scam. <laughs> we just uncovered, we've uncovered the truth. <laughs> well, it's, it's horrible, yes. No, right, yeah. no we're, we're doing fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, great. Well, I wanted to get you on my show because um, so many of my guests are kind of going against the stream, right? Mm -hmm. They're in the mainstream professions where there's not really a clear path. So, you know, when you're growing up and somebody says, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, oh, I want to be a doctor and be a nurse. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a teacher. And no one says, I want to be a chiropractor. <laughs> you know, I want to practice holistic healthcare. <laughs> no one says that. So um, after having read your book and hearing or reading a little bit about your story, I would love for you to share how you happened upon chiropractic care and how you ended up, you know, taking that path. So my whole family is... Uh engineers and stuff like that and so that was kind of the thing that I was probably going to go down either that or something medical and I was in high school uh it was at the time I was bench pressing about 400 pounds and squatting about 600 pounds and playing football and I ended up hurting my back and I couldn't walk and I saw orthopedic surgeons and neurosurgeons and pain specialists and if you have a license to look at me I I saw you. um and I called my coach and I was like hey man I can't walk I can't play and he said, well, go see our team chiropractor. He said, you know, you've seen everybody else. Just see him, the guy, he's free. I'm like, eh. And I remember because uh, my life is not rid of irony. I remember telling my coach, I need a doctor, not a massage. And yes, yeah, that, I, that, that little piece has never left me. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, like so my, my parents, I'm 250 pounds at the time. My parents carried in. And you take, Dr. Harris, the chiropractor, takes my x-rays that the medical docs had for like an hour and a half. And he goes, click, it's right there. Is it still fine? And he was like, give an asymmetrical joint set. And I was like, okay. So he tossed me on the table, gets me adjusted, which was not the most comfortable thing because I was in a decent amount of pain. I get up, I hobble out, I go back to practice three days later. Um, we went state that year, six, that, so it's a big deal. Um, and, you know, I kept me maintained and that sort of thing. But, you know, that was kind of the thing that made me go, all right, maybe there's something to this stuff that I don't understand, which was really kind of cool because that did more than just turn me on to chiropractic. What that did was it said, hey, the way that you think the world works might, that might not be entirely the way it works. Maybe you should open your mind up quite a bit more and bring in these new ideas. And wow. that's really been the genesis of who I am today, you know, and all the different things that I've looked at. Um, when we start talking about holistic wellness, 
the reason that not a lot of people do it is because it's a really, really difficult thing to do. So if someone comes in and they say, oh, I have, you know, low energy and you pull a thyroid panel or their thyroid slow, you give them thyroid meds. You go, okay, bye. You don't sit back and go, why? Why is your thyroid low? What else is going on? Um, there's a lot of people, like I have a big discussion that I have about how checking your cholesterol is completely pointless, um, which is kind of a big, you know, big thing in, in medicine today. Um, when it's you pretty say controversial. Yeah, it, it is. But when, like, I've said that in front of a bunch of medical doctors and a couple of cardiologists I work with. Now I was like, "You're crazy." And then you go, you go through and you explain it to them, and they go, "Oh, yeah, I see your point." Yeah. 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 yeah, I guess I guess there's not a whole lot of reason. And you're like, oh, "Yeah, so why are you still checking cholesterol?" And they go, "Well, it's standard of care." But you just said it was stupid. You just said that that shouldn't be what we're doing, but you're going to continue doing it because everybody else is doing it. That's what standard of care means. It means everyone else is doing it, so that's what I'm going to do. And so it's like, so yeah. That's a hot button for me right there. <laughs> <laughs> like homeschool mom, I gave birth at home. Like I see a chiropractor. I don't have like a general practitioner. Like I'm a little off the grid. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And I've actually had people. Oh, I don't own a TV. I actually had a woman who uh, she and my mom went on a trip and left their car with me and I took them to the airport and then they flew to Colorado and they were going to this like national prayer gathering something and the mm -hmm. woman says where where is your daughter's television and my mom was like oh she doesn't have tv and she's like oh, what I'm going to pray for her my mom's like pray all you want <laughs> She hasn't had a TV since she left the house 30 years ago. So good luck. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard because so like I get up at 4 a.m. every day and I and I study for about two hours. And then I see my first, I get to the office around seven. I start seeing patients around seven. I go to the gym at one. I get I get back to the office at two. I start seeing patients at 2 30 until about six. I go and play with my kids. And people keep coming up and they're like, have you seen this show or this show or this show? I'm like, I don't, I don't watch. No, sorry. Right. Yeah. And people are yeah. like, Did you I'm see living the game that rest? show. Right. I'm doing And I'm, I'm living doing. that show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Follow so me I around. I'm my own now. show. Yeah, I am my own show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the crazy is me. Yeah, right. I yeah. feel you on the no, no TV. <laughs> now, okay, speaking of your own show, if you had your own show, there is an episode that I would want you to record. And and I know this, I know you're laughing, but <laughs> it's actually serious, I promise. Okay. Um, you wrote in your book an example of a teenage girl whose mom was one of your patients and mm -hmm. she, you had seen her, you know, come in before and she just looked different. Something was going on. Do you remember that story? Is this the B, are you talking about the BMI thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is this is a hot, hot button for me. So yeah, I felt it when I read it. I was like, oh, there's there's a lot of weight on that story. And yeah. and I think that it's really indicative of the culture at large. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to share, you okay. know, your experience with that family and then what came out of it. So there's a lot of things, the cholesterol thing. There's another thing that I can't stand um, and no one has ever been able to justify it in a discussion argument, whatever you call it. The BMI is probably the dumbest thing that people do on a regular basis. So for those of you who don't know, the BMI is basically, it gives you a number based on how tall you are and how much you weigh. And then what medical science has done is they said, okay, because of 
this number, we're going to tell you how healthy you are. And if you're obese, if you're morbidly obese and things like that. Um, but they know it doesn't work for like 70% of the population. So if you're an athlete, if you have large bones, if you're basically if you're an endomorph, there's all sorts of reasons why it doesn't work for you at all. So I had this 17 year old patient, um, female, awesome, just sweet girl, you know, very pretty, uh, probably had, you know, five pounds of fat on her. She was a soccer player. So she's solid muscle, right? Um, straight A student, you know, awesome. You know, all the things if you have, if you've got a 17 year old daughter, she's the one you want. Yeah. And um, we're treating her and then, you know, I treated her for an issue because she had a particular dairy season. Then I don't see her for a little while and she comes back and she's frail. Her mom brings her back in and says, hey, there's something going on with her. I need you to check her. She's frail. She's all sorts of emotionally distraught. She's lost a bunch of weight. She had to drop off the soccer team. Her grades are, you know, D's and C's. And so I'm talking to her. And finally, when I find out over the story, a little bit short, over what happened was that she went to get her normal, like, checkup. And yeah, like a physical. And the doctor told her because of her BMI that she was obese. When you tell a 17 year old girl that she's medically obese and you're the medical doctor who has a massive amount of authority, what you just told her is that she's fat. And when you tell a 17 year old girl that she's fat, what you told her is that she's ugly, no one loves her. And so she's like, hey, you're obese, bye. And so she quit eating, she cut her calories way back. And so everything kind of went downhill. He, basically what he did with it was a one sentence because he gave her an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it was the dumbest, I was so mad. I'm, this was years ago and I'm still livid about it. Um, and so it took us a little while with counseling and with everything else to kind of build her back up to where she needs, where she needs to be. But that was my big thing with, you know, why are we not thinking about the things we're doing? Because you, you talk to docs and you're like, hey man, how much stock do you put in the BMI? they're like, not a lot. Why do you use it? Well, because it, it, and this is legitimately the reason. They go, well, there's a box on the EHR. And if I don't fill this box, we don't get paid for the exam. And I was just like, okay, I get it. The insurance is dumb and we got to do a lot of stupid things to get paid. You can put the number in the box and not tell anybody. You're not use it in your diagnosis, not talk to your patients about it. But apparently some still do. Um, and so that's, that's one of the things that... I just feel like a lot of people, and this isn't just medical, I, it sounds like a batch, batch in the medical guys a lot, but you know, in the holistic group as well, we do things and we don't think about why we're doing them or the repercussions of them. Um, so you know, that's just one of the things that really, really irritates me is when people come in. In fact, I tell people, if you go see someone for wellness and they talk about your BMI, you're done with them. Just be like, cool, thanks, and then leave. Because they obviously have no conceptual basis of what's really going on. So just peace out. So, Talk to me about some of the things that you do. when, Like, let's say, for example, <clears throat> she had come to you for a physical. And yep. let's say she was having issues. Maybe it was, you know, hormonal or energy drop or whatever. What are some of the things that you would have done differently? So there's a couple of other things that we can do. Um, and so it, it is kind of funny because I get I get teased by my my supernatural guys and my hardcore medical guys because I have I have friends that run the gamut because when you come see me I'm going to talk about meridian repair I'm going to talk about coffee enemas and I'm going to talk to if you're an adult I'm going to talk to you about injectable hormone medical therapy 
So we're going to, we talk about the whole thing. So if a 17 year old girl comes in and she's like, Hey, you know, I'm just tired all the time. The first thing we're going to go through is we're going to be like, okay, you're 17. My first question is, did you get the Gardasil, a vaccine? Because there's a ton of Gardasil uh, damage that, you know, if you just Google Gardasil vaccine reactions, like you'll see all sorts of terrible, terrible things. So that's the first one. The next one we're going to start talking about if you're on a specific birth control. Um, so go back about 10 years, there was a birth control called Esure um, that has just destroyed women's lives. Um, and so that was that was a big one. We just had, I've had a couple patients that we got it. I didn't take it out, but we had a doctor in Austin take it out and radically changed their lives. So we're going to look at what birth control stuff they're on. We're going to do, we can do food sensitivity testing. We can say, hey, are you eating foods that you're highly sensitive to? I had a patient who, you know, had very wealthy patient. He had literally everything done. His nutritionist had put together legitimately the very best diet I'd ever seen somebody be on. And he's still like, my joints hurt. I've got this brain fog and fatigue. And so we did a food sensitivity test on him. Found out that he was highly sensitive to almonds, avocados, and olive oil, uh, which normally everyone's like, those are great for you. Well, they're yeah. They're right, good, good for me and they're good for you, but they might not be right. good for this guy. So, and they weren't. And he was eating them every day. So we pulled him out. Yeah, and he's lean. Like you look at him, and you're like, you don't have that much weight to lose. Lost a little over 10 pounds. All this joint pain, all this brain fog went away. So I want to make sure: Are you eating things that are that are damaging your system? Uh, then we go back to the whole, you know, are your meridian functions going where they're supposed to? So if you have eye vaccines, tailbone trauma, belly button piercings, things like that, we have to repair those meridian lines so the body can communicate with itself. So those are some of the things we do. Parasitic infections is super, super common. And so if you have a parasitic infection, we can kill the parasites and then kind of reset your gut. So bring the probiotics back up, kill the yeast, and then let your body kind of rebuild itself. Um, we see that a ton. Um, so that's that's generally where the first place we'll start. Um, you usually don't have to get too involved in hormones with teenagers. Um, the only other thing that we can do is we always check for castor packing, especially with, with so what we call a bata from the dosha style. So if they're small, darker hair, um, small frame, men and women, um, generally their kidneys are going to be a little bit weaker. And so in Eastern medicine, kidney is the wellspring of life. And so you're going to have anxiety and depression uh, more readily. And so we cast back the kidneys, bring those back online. That helps kind of boost the adrenals as well. And so we can get a little bit more functionality out of that. Okay, so you just said Eastern. Um, growing up as an American, right, mm -hmm. living in my little bubble, <laughs> I never heard of chiropractic care until I became an adult. Okay. And um, and just a quick story on my end with regard to you know holistic practice and wellness. Actually, one of my very best friends is now a holistic practitioner, and I see my chiropractor on a regular basis. I adore him. But it wasn't until my daughter um, lost hearing that I started to see him. So we took her to Vanderbilt. We had her hearing tested and, or I did. And, um, it sure enough, her hearing had dropped dramatically. So instantly they're like, okay, we need to put her on this medication and we might have to do this surgery and try these things and then come back and see us. So I end up with him 
at his office and I said, okay, we just got this diagnosis. I don't know what to do. Is there anything you can do that's natural? And he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he gives me this huge protocol. That's just super easy, simple, simple things that we can do every day that don't hurt and don't cause any chemical changes in her body and don't require surgery. So a couple weeks later, I go back, I get her hearing tested again. Guess what? She regained a hundred percent of her hearing without medication and without surgery. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, so Dr. Chad, what other kind of magic you got going on in there? <laughs> that was amazing. And so then when I would find like my hand, I wasn't able to make a fist comfortably. And I was like, mm -hmm. what is going on? I go see him. He adjusts me, does, you know, all of the exams and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I'm totally fine. That's kind of amazing. So because I didn't know that that was an option, for years, we tried all of these, you know, mainstream stuff. But now that I've been indoctrinated a little bit into this, like, woo, like, there's been Eastern stuff going on for like thousands of years. But because America is a relatively young country, and you know, there's not a lot of um, sharing of resources mm -hmm. in a lot of circles, we're not exposed to it. So how old is chiropractic care? How old is Eastern medicine? Like talk to me a little bit about some history there. So in America, you know, you go back to the Didi Palmers and those other guys, and you, you look at about 125 years for what America knows is chiropractic. However, when you look at some of the really, really old acupuncture stuff, um, you see a lot of chiropractic manipulations there. So you're looking at in America, what we view as chiropractic, 100, 125 years, something like that. Overall, we're looking at probably a couple thousand years of development in New Day's Asia. Wow. Wow. Now, I still haven't done acupuncture, and it okay. trips me out a little bit to think about it. So. <laughs> Well, I haven't completely converted to the dark side, but I'm close. I'm teetering, teetering on the edge. Well, it's funny because, like, you know, people are always like, when we do muscle testing or we do something like that, and people go, How's this work? And I'm just like, Well, how versed are you in quantum physics? And they go, Huh? And I go, Okay. Yeah. So go with me on this physics piece. So okay. when electricity travels from point A to point B, it travels in a wave, right? Perpendicular to that is always coupled in an electromagnetic field, okay? So the meridian lines are actually what we're looking at is the electromagnetic field generated by the nerve conduction pathway that we see. So what happens is that when you're using acupuncture, what you're doing is you're resetting the electromagnetic function of the body. So think of a credit card back before we had chips in, right? So all that information is sort of that little black strip. That's a magnetic strip. So when you swipe that magnetic strip, it gives you all sorts of information. Same thing happens in the body. So we've just had it forever. We just didn't know what it was. So that's kind of how the Eastern medicine, the acupuncture thing works, is that we're changing the way that we're speaking to ourselves from an electromagnetic standpoint. So same ideas like um, cassette tapes, for those of us who are really old. I know cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The over 40 set. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, you, I don't even know if you are, but. I'm, I'm, I'm just over 40, so yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so yeah, old enough to remember cassette tapes. But yeah, yes. that makes sense. It's that black tape. You can just mm -hmm. pull it out for days. You know, I actually have a purse made out of it now. They're like really? third world countries. Yeah, that are taking, are recycling, upcycling cassette tapes. And it's like really heavy duty. It's like really strong. It's amazing. Well, um, cool. But yeah, there's, it's like infused with like music. <laughs> 
<laughs> you used to be able to just pop it in your car in your jam box. That's you know, right. Pop it in. You're you just gigantic. Have to... <laughs> right. Yeah. Your boom box. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around with it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's always funny because like when you when you see the lady from say anything, and he's holding the thing up. You're like, he must have been a lot stronger than I gave him credit for because that thing is not light. <laughs> right. I know. I think I, my my brain works weird. So yeah. No, we know. We <laughs> we've discovered this. <laughs> I get up at four o'clock in the morning and I study for two hours and let's talk for a minute about quantum physics. I'm like, okay, let's. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. And I think that a lot of people have this misconception that people who go into wellness are not as well educated because you know, they, you might think of a medical doctor as having to go through so many years of um, pre-med and then, you know, the doctoral degree and all that. Um, what does your, what does your path look like? So let's say, for example, we have a kid who's like, no, that's the path I want to take. What does your path look like to get to where you are? And you're not just a chiropractor, like you have multiple businesses and like you're, yes. you're like, yeah, yeah, living your best life out there. <laughs> so so if you want, if you want to do the chiropractic route, um, it's a very, very similar to the medical route. So it's, it's almost the exact same undergrad. It's all your chemistry, biochemistry, physiology, uh, uh, physics, like all that stuff you got to do for recovery school. Um, and then we did it in three years. Um, and then they found out that most people couldn't do it in three years. And so they made it a four year school, just like med school. And we have specialties as well. So I have a specialty in neurology, I have a specialty in sports medicine, I have a specialty in eastern medicine uh, and nutrition. So uh, all of them are two, 300 hour courses uh, that I've gotten over the past 13 years. Um, so it's very similar. Um, we had, when I was going through chiropractic school, uh, we had a teacher who taught um, neurology for us and taught neurology for uh, science majors in neurology uh, at SMU. And she told us that because of the speed that we did it in, because she said it's the exact same class, but instead of in a semester, it's in a trimester. So it's about six weeks shorter with the same amount of information. She's like, it's actually much harder here than it is at SMU. Um, that was 13 years ago, 14 years ago. I don't know what it is said. But that's that's basically where she pegged it. Um, so that's that's kind of what you're looking at. You're gonna do usually a four-year undergrad, then you're gonna do your four years of chiropractic, and then whatever specialties you want on top of that. Um, and the difference though is that in medicine, if you get a specialty in neurology or something like that, there's other codes you get to build. There's other things you get to do. If you get a specialty in chiropractic, it's like, hey, that's cool. You have a lot more information. You can do a lot more things to help people, but there's no more financial gain. So if you just have a standard chiropractic degree or you have nine specialties, which basically just says you spent a ton of time learning, there's no more financial gain for us. It's just you're just a from, an, from an insurance perspective. Well, yeah, yeah. Now you, you can come out and say, okay, I'm going to do this special thing over here that's cash, and so we're going to charge extra for that, and that's fine. But from an insurance standpoint, insurance doesn't really care. So. Interesting. Right. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah. So the, the wellness side, though, that's really fun. So what's actually happened, and if you start looking at the Western medicine stuff, what we're starting to see is that Western medicine went from saying, you know, we don't want to talk to the chiropractors, all you natural people are crazy. You know, we don't want to have anything to do with you, you're all stupid, to going, you know what? All that crap you've been saying for 50 years is right. And we want to take ownership of it now. 
And so now you're starting to see what's called functional medicine. So you see these guys who get MD degrees and then they go and they get all this nutrition education, they get all this biochemistry education and they start doing all this natural education and they're functional medicine guys. So you're starting to see all these functional medicine guys come out and be like, I don't know if I like these vaccines anymore. And they're starting to come out and be like, we should give people more vitamins. And so it's starting to be kind of weird because you're starting to see the medical group come out and be like, we went hardcore medical for 50 years and people got bad. And then we started doing this nutrition and eating right and stuff and people got better. Maybe we should do some of that. And so you're starting to see kind of a, a little bit of a change, which is really cool. It is so, really cool. Yeah. yeah. And it started to kind of work really well. So like I work with a bunch of MDs now who call me up and they're like, okay, explain this amino acid pathway to me again. Or they'd be like, hey, I got a patient. I really think they need hormones to, to you know, help me out with this. And I'm like, cool. And so we'll talk about it. We'll do, I'll do all that stuff. And so I'll be like, look, here's where they're at. They don't need this. They don't need that. But if we did this and that, they probably get better. And so it's, we're starting to really see some of the MDs and the DCs and the natural guys starting to come together. And it's really, really starting to help a lot of patients out. And it's really, really awesome for me to so I can go, hey, look, I've got an orthopedic surgeon, a neurosurgeon, I've got these three guys who can help with this different stuff. And so I've now built a team of people that we can get a lot of good work done. And so it's, it's been, it is better for everybody in this instance. Now you mentioned vitamins. Um, mm -hmm. One of the chapters in your book was actually really eye-opening for me. Okay. And so talk to me about how, um, like if I read in a book, oh, I should have more vitamin D. I'm just gonna go on Amazon and I'm gonna order some vitamin D. Why you would be like, whoa, wait, throw the books on. <laughs> Hold up, let me just tell you about what, what that looks like, what that means and why you should educate yourself before making that decision. Yeah, so Amazon's fantastic for computer printers and you know, all sorts of different like little gadgets around the house. The problem is, is that Amazon is on a store. If you think of Amazon like a target, you're in a really bad mental state. And the reason I say that is because target has to then back up with its name and its brand, a product. So if you buy a product and it's fake, if it's, you know, made in some guy's basement, if it's six months out of date, a year out of date, target has to deal with that. Amazon doesn't. Amazon is a marketplace. So think of a bazaar, right? And they're just like, hey, look, I own, I own the parking lot and I charge everybody $5 rent to come set up their, their tents. I don't care what they sell. I have no control over what they sell. That's kind of like what Amazon is. So if you walk out to Amazon, you scream into the Amazon space, I need vitamin C. Like, here's all the vitamin Cs that we have. You're like, are any of them good? They're like, that's not our job. Our job is to show you we have vitamin C. And so you might look at one and say, oh, this is from a brand I've seen at Costco or from my doctor's office or whatever. I'm going to buy that one. Well, what happens is that in China and Indonesia and all these other places, there's a lot of companies that can fill those capsules with whatever color is the same powder. Maybe it's 50%, maybe it's 30%, whatever. Um, slap the same label on it, sell it on Amazon. And so there's a ton of counterfeit supplements going on through Amazon. Um, don't ever buy anything. Whole Foods is a different story. Um, but don't buy anything that goes in your body from Amazon. Um, go to your doctor's office, you know, go to Sprouts, go, go somewhere where it's a brick and mortar store or like, like I have a website, I'm building a website now for people to get stuff because I work with people all over the U S and they're having trouble finding stuff. 
Um, and so that's, okay, fine. I'll put one together so she can get some good stuff no matter where you are. So make sure that the site you're getting stuff from, you know the person who's running it or like, like it's a spread out to a target or something. So when you say anything in your body, like a case of almond milk <laughs> or like well, and that's dried right. tea? So, <laughs> yeah, so if it's, if it's, like I said, if it's something that's coming from Whole Foods, so since Amazon bought Whole Foods, we know that the stuff coming from Whole Foods is more or less going to be pretty soft. So you can do that type of stuff. There, there's other things. I, I am personally highly skeptical, uh, skeptical, skeptical about anything, yes, that from anything that comes from Amazon that's gonna go into someone's body. Um, if you want food and all milk and stuff like that, go to Costco. Go to Costco's online delivery, go to, you know, if you're a Walmart person, do that one, Target, whatever. Have it shipped from somewhere you know where it is. Because again, Costco, Walmart, Target, those are brick and mortar positions that sell things that, or even hope those, that have a, look, if you, I give you a bad product, it's gonna come back on me. If you get a bad product from Amazon, it doesn't go back on Amazon because they're a marketplace, not a store. So that's that's why I tell people be very careful about anything goes to your body from Amazon. Right. And again, the caveat Whole Foods is pretty solid. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. This is really eye-opening. Um, okay, one more thing to kind of pick your brain because okay. it's big. Um, <laughs> And you're just so well researched and you're not only well researched, but you're also really good at taking these complex concepts and dialing them down so that someone mm -hmm. like me can understand, you know. Um, so one of the things that I also enjoyed about reading your book is when someone tells you, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> you're like, let me think about all the ways that I can. Can you give me an example, um, just as an entrepreneur, what that has looked like for you when you've had an idea and you want to mm -hmm. bring it to market or you want to bring it to fruition and you get shut down and you're like, mm -hmm. they're like, nope, can't do that because of this, that, and the other. And then you're like, well, what if we did this? <laughs> they're like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's lots and lots of different ways that you can you can put that together. Um, so probably one of my more favorite ones was uh, so in Texas it was illegal for chiropractors and medical doctors to partner for like six or seven years ago. And everybody would say up and down and up and down. It's like, oh you guys can't partner, you can't do any work together, you can't do anything, you know. And it was funny because I'm like, well, how are these guys doing? How is the hospital doing? And so what you find out is that you can use a process called a, a management service organization to basically say, look, you know, we're going to do all these things and sell all these things, but the management company is going to get paid X amount from all of these things. So we're not, that's how everybody gets paid. That's how everything's run. And then the management company dictates all everything except for medical decision. -making. So the doc who is going to make the decisions anyway, um, because you partner with them, you know what, the, what you know what they're going to do. Would say, okay, we're going to do these things over here. This is how we're doing it. And then we would kind of cycle people through it. And so we would do different pieces. So like you do like 75% of the natural stuff, but you still need hormone therapy or you still need a trigger point injection or you still need, you know, a diagnostic ultrasound. You need something else. And so we can get together and be like, okay, we're going to use the same patients. We're going to do the same thing. And then we're going to own this management company that goes through and does 
all these different things. And so it's, it's very detailed uh, to make it legal, but there was ways of making it legal. Um, it's always funny to me though, when people come through and they're like, well, you just, you can't do that. And my question is always like, oh, okay, why? You know, if it's like, well, you can do it, but it's really hard and super expensive. It's gonna cost you $900,000 and you're gonna make 950 grand. You really wanna do that? No, okay, that's probably a bad idea. But they're like, well, you just can't do that. My question is always, why? So a buddy of mine, Josh, um, he's been the CEO of a billion dollar company. He, president of YPO, the whole deal. Uh, his statement that I think he, one of his buddies gave him was, um, the difficulty is the multiplier. So when somebody comes through and says, you can't do this, that thins out how many people are there. And so the harder something is to do, the more value it has. And so that's always been, that's always been the thing. I'm like, cool, if nobody else is gonna do this, and that's how I'm gonna do it. And I was talking to somebody earlier, I made the comments, uh, I was talking about amino acids, I was talking about, you know, different things about, uh, oh, I was talking about uh, uh, SSRIs and uh, placebos. And she was like, where did you find that out? That's why I made the comment, I was like, well, I get up at 4 a.m. every day and I read. And she goes, why do you do that? And I said, it's part of the athlete piece that's been instilled in me forever. It's that if you want to be better than the people around you, you have to outwork them. And I said, so that's just what I've done. Like, you know, if I want to be a better doctor, I wake up and I learn this stuff because the things that bug me to death is when someone comes in and I can't, I don't know how to help them. Like, and it's funny because like I talk to other docs and they go, yeah, that's bad. I'm like, I know. Like, what do you do? They're like, mm, nothing. I'm like, okay, then it's obviously not that big of a deal to you. Like, like I write stuff down when I can't figure stuff out or when like things come back and figure it out, I write them down. Like when I figured out how to fix fibromyalgia, I studied on it for a year to, to, before I figured, finally figured out how to fix it. So it's just little things like that bug me. So that's, I don't know. Maybe. So. I love it. No, I love it. I feel, and I feel like this is the beautiful place to kind of close this podcast because it, it ends so powerfully. Just that idea of if it's really hard as an entrepreneur and you're the one who figures it out, like you get to be the expert in your field. You yeah. know, thinking about you getting up at four o'clock in the morning, I'm like, people ask me like, well, what do you do in your spare time? And I'm like, I read. <laughs> I'm surrounded by books. I'm a book editor. I read books that I'm not getting paid to read. I pick up Strunk and White and I make sure I'm brushed up on all of my like, grammar, punctuation, spelling rules. Like, like really? Like, yeah. Teach my kids how to diagram sentences. I don't know. <laughs> but it's fun for me. And just like it's fun for you yes. to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and start digging like, okay, I got to figure out this fibromyalgia piece. And thank yes. God you do. Thank yeah. God you do. No. My hat's off to you, like well, seriously. You. I'm so, so glad. I think Ryan Stuman connected us yes. and I knew, like because of that connection, I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be a rock star. And then like the more I, the more the onion got peeled back, okay. I was like, oh, so I'm, wow. I'm uh, like, doing a podcast and editing. So yeah, having this you on the show even has another layer completely. But nailed Complexity and, and oh, simplicity. Like, like know, seriously, they're talking You take about all of these incredibly the concepts, podcast. incredibly complex concepts, and drill them down. 
so that they're really simple. And then you look for like, okay, big problem facing a lot, a lot of people are facing and you're like, what is the solution? And then you have this map for, all right, this is how we're going to tackle that. And then it works and it's amazing. People's lives are changed and the world's a better place. And woo! It's fun. cheering you on. It really is, and I love it. And I'm so grateful that you were able to, you know, carve out some time out of your crazy busy schedule and just hang out for a little bit on my show. Appreciate yeah, no, it was fun. Thank you. It was really fun. So, is there anything that you want to share with my audience before we close this out? Um, is there a way to reach you in particular that you would like for people to, like, if let's say for example, you're like, okay, I don't want to order from Amazon anymore. I don't trust it. Mm -hmm. Where's the place that I can go that I can trust to get the stuff that I need? Or, you know, if they want to ask you about how to work with you or whatever, like how, so, how are people going to find you? There's a couple different ways. Um, if you, if you're a one spot social person, you can go to one spot social.com and type in Chalmers and you can find me that way. Uh, I'm on Facebook. The best thing to get me on Facebook is through our Facebook group. Um, and that's going to be Chalmers wellness in the little group. Uh, sections and then this the site that I'm building right now is it's Seawell store so it's just the letter C W E L L store.com that stands for Chalmers Wellness Store but Chalmers Wellness Store is way too long so Seawell store.com that's going to have a bunch of the videos that are dealing, dealing with the pillars of wellness it's going to have a bunch of that kind of stuff on it so yeah either Seawell store or the Chalmers Wellness uh, Facebook group Fantastic. And if they join the Chalmers Wellness Facebook group, they'll also get updates about your book and when it's being released and how they Absolutely. be one of the first people to get it. Yes. And then read it, gonna, review it. Yeah, and we're gonna do <laughs> uh, we're gonna do coupons and stuff like that. So um, we'll do coupons for the Seawell store and that sort of thing. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be around for New Year's resolutions. So we're gonna do some of the stuff to kind of get your body cleaned up, get yourself going again. So it's gonna be we'll have some fun stuff. Awesome. Say goodbye to 2020 with yes. your pillars of wellness. That's right. <laughs> How to make solid resolutions and keep them. And let's cleanse 2020. What's going on? Say hello to 2021. Minds, <laughs> yes. Moving to a better place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. All right. So seawellstore.com is where they will eventually go to get whatever supplements that they need. Um, Chalmers fitness what is the name of your Chalmers group? wellness Chalmers, I mean, Chalmers, wellness. Oh, so Chalmers wellness in the or myalgia piece the best group um, and that's going to be Chalmers wellness it's just the letter C W E L L store.com it stands for Chalmers wellness store but Chalmers wellness store is way too long so seawellstore.com that's going to have a bunch of the videos that are dealing, dealing with pillars of wellness it's going to have a bunch of that sort of stuff on it so yeah, either Seawell Store or the Chalmers Wellness uh, Facebook group. Fantastic. And if they join the Chalmers Wellness Facebook group, they'll also get updates about your book and when it's being released and how that's going be one of the first people to get it. Yes. And read it, review it. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to do, uh, do coupons and stuff like that. So um, we'll do coupons for the Seawell Store and that sort of thing. You know, it'll, be, uh, it'll be around for New Year's resolutions. So we're going to do some of the stuff to kind of get your body cleaned up, get yourself going again. So it's going to be, we'll have some fun stuff. Awesome. Say goodbye to 2020 with yes. your pillars of wellness. That's right. <laughs> How to make solid resolutions and keep them. And let's cleanse 2020 and say hello to 2021. Yes. 
moving to a better place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. All right. So seawellstore.com is where they will eventually go to get whatever supplements that they need. Um, Chalmers Fitness. What is the name of your Chalmers group? Wellness. Chalmers, I mean, Chalmers Wellness. Oh, so Chalmers Wellness in the, in the Facebook groups. Okay. Just, Chalmers, yeah. well, you know what? Let me see if I can pop that on there. I have this way to do banners now, which is kind oh, of cool. Right. So let's see if it works. This is an example of a banner. Click it to show it on the screen. Does it show? I, I can see it. I don't know if everybody else can. You can? All right, mm -hmm. we're going to hide it, and then we're going to create a banner, and it says, all right, Chalmers Wellness Facebook Group. This is real time, y'all. Join. Add banner. Did they do it? I don't see it yet. What happened to it? There we go. There it is. Yay! <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and then get the book when it comes out. Yes. And wellness. And all of the things that we talked about, well, most of the things that we talked about will actually be highlighted in the book. So if there's anything that you're like, oh my gosh, I need to share that, you know, with this person, especially like the story of the 17-year-old girl. Like yes. if you know someone who's struggling um, with any sort of issues like that, then you know, just get the book and be like, here watched this interview and heard about this book and this might change your life. Yeah. <laughs> and it really might like a gen and I say that, yeah. you know, with sincerity, it really books have the power to change people's lives. They I mean, really I do. can't remember anyone saying like, Oh, that TikTok video changed my life. And you know, in honest, like sincerity, yeah. Um, yeah. in all seriousness, no one's ever said that, but um, I can't tell you how many times a, a book discussion has come up and someone has said, oh my gosh, that book changed my life. Yeah. And so I help people like you write books that people don't want to put down. Like they pick it up, they, they're like, I haven't read a book cover to cover in my whole life, but I read your book because I couldn't put it down. Or um, I haven't read a book in 15 years and you know I picked it up because you're my friend and I couldn't put it down. Um, so my goal is to help you um, and other business owners, influencers who sound amazing on video and on stage look as smart as uh, on paper, as you, as smart as you sound <laughs> in video, because you have all of this knowledge, but maybe don't always know exactly how to put it or in a, a framework. Yeah, that other people are going to be going to be able to easily digest. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a privilege and an honor to be able to work with you because this is my small way of helping to impact the world in a positive way. If I can help amplify your message and get your message out into the world, books go places that people can't go. Like right. you and I probably aren't going to go visit, you know, some remote area in Asia where, you know, there it, it can go literally anywhere digitally it can go anywhere physically it can go anywhere and so i'm just so excited that all of these stories that you've shared today and in your book are about to get published and just ugh, make a huge impact so yes 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 let's do well, it awesome. here's the world together all right sounds good hey thanks for listening if you thought of someone while you're listening to this episode, would you send it to them? Just let them know you were thinking about them or that they came to mind and make that connection. If you would take a minute to rate and review my show, that would mean the world to me. And let me know about topics that you want us to cover in future episodes. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. What are you waiting for?
go hit the subscribe button right now. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Mwah.